When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like... Whoa. And... Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Hey groupies, this week on the group chat, we get real. Because not every conversation can be super fun, especially when the Panthers are on a four-game losing streak. So let's... Get real. They just haven't been able to execute, and that's about. And, and it's been missed blocks. It's been open receivers that haven't been located. It's been routes that have not maybe been run at the proper depth or finding the, the holes. It's everybody plays a part in this. But don't worry, we talked about the good stuff too, including the best of our Thanksgivings. Will brought us some deviled eggs. Deviled eggs, they're, they're which is kind of your go-to. Clutch. Yeah, we, become, that was not on the original sign-up it's, sheet. It's, so it's, good it's kind of a it's a different sort of deal, but you know they're good. That's something that so you've bad. kind of perfected. You've done you've done a couple yeah, times. Yeah, I've I've done it. I, I've gotten better at it. I original the first time I did it, I underboiled the eggs, <laughs> so there was had, no that wasn't good. <laughs> had to go get some more eggs. We have that and so much more, including an added bonus at the very very end. You've been added to the group chat with your friends Caroline Can, Max Henson, and Will Bryan. The group chat, I think as a collective group today, we do we weigh more because of how much we ate at Thanksgiving? If there was a scale that we were sitting on, we would definitely be how many more pounds heavier? What do you think, Will? I ate my heart out. Uh, I'd say maybe six, two pounds for each of us. Is that too much? Did we tell the groupies about the department Thanksgiving that you organized? You should tell everybody. Yeah, that was awesome. Groupies, we did an inaugural department Thanksgiving lunch, and it was a roaring success. And we all brought stuff? So cool. Yeah, everyone signed up, and originally everyone thought that they had to cook something, and so it was a little slow of a sign-up process because, I I, you know, I, I want to there point was out, some I signed up immediately. I, I knew it. Immediately I knew what I, I was bringing. Up. And you did too. Yes. Did you, you were it, t- it took me a little bit, but I, I got in there. Yeah, you got in there. Once I made it clear that you could also buy what you were bringing, it filled up pretty quickly. I was a green bean casserole. That's what I, that I brought great. that. I also brought, oh, the turkey. I yeah, went and got the that turkey. one. Yeah, you, I mean, you were low-key MVP for bringing the oh, turkey. Come, I mean, low-key MVP I wanted, on so many levels. I wanted someone to sign up to do the turkey, but that was a big That's a big ask. commitment. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. next year. Max, yep. I Max had sweet had potato a, casserole I mean, with the marshmallows on top. So my face. Max pretty much brought dessert, is what Max yeah. brought. So, that's so it's good. It is. A, I am weird about sweet potato casserole, and even with the marshmallows, sometimes. No, that was phenomenal. How long does it take? It, it's a it's a process. It, yeah. Well, so I just was completely following my mom's directions on how to do this because she always makes that on Thanksgiving, and her. I mean, you can buy it canned, but her trick 
to making it even better is like you use actual sweet mm. potatoes, and those mm. things were in the oven for like two hours. Crazy. And wow. then like the skin literally just falls off, hmm. mm. and then you just kind of mash them up, and boom, it's not not too hard after that. But that's so why I good. like green bean casserole because you don't have to be patient. Yeah. You just put it all together and you put it in there for about thirty minutes. Right. And the best part, we didn't really have to cook the green bean casserole. You just put it all together, and then our great crew here yeah. at Bank of America yes, Stadium, right. they actually finished preparing things for us. So that was great. That was so easy. I'm not I'm not the best cook. Really? I just don't enjoy it. I think I, I have my staples that I'm I'm good at. Okay. And I know I know how to do this and I will I will do it. But trying new recipes, I'm not confident in it. I yeah. I cr- I tried to make green curry last night. Yeah, so that's like that's yeah. That's not simple. Not good. It wouldn't turn out right. Not good. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. It just didn't have a lot of flavor. So I did I, you like get through it, or did you just like toss? I it? had one helping, <laughs> and then I tossed. I tossed a lot of it, but I kept the chicken. I did it with chicken, okay. so I yeah. just kind of got the chicken out. Yeah. And I saved some of the curry because I was thinking maybe sitting, having it sit overnight will be better. Yeah. But maybe no. not. <laughs> I don't know. Will Will brought Tidy. us some deviled eggs. Deviled eggs, they're, they're which is kind of your go-to. Clutch. Yeah. We, become, that was not on the original sign-up sheet, it's, so it's, it's good kind job. of a it's a different sort of deal, but you know they're good. That's something that so you've good. kind of perfected. You've done you've done a couple uh, yeah, times. Yeah, I've I've done it. I, I've gotten better at it. I original the first time I did it, I underboiled the eggs, <laughs> so there was had, no that wasn't good. <laughs> had to go get some more eggs. <laughs> uh, but no, I've 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 gotten it down to yeah. a science now. Yeah. 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 Well, we do hope everyone out there had a great Thanksgiving. It's such a fun way to kick off the holiday season. But now I'm glad everyone's on the same page that it's it's Christmas, Hanukkah, all the holidays. And I said Hanukkah because holiday season. Snacks. Look at this look at this lovely tree there we have in a, the studio. There is a tree in here that is it's a Charlie Brown Christmas tree. It's a good way. One little ornament. One With ornament. One, there's one a- ornament. And there's some blue felt. Around the bottom, that makes me think it's snow or ice. Yeah. No, just that a winter nice. feel. Yeah. That was nice. I mean, and this studio usually feels pretty wintry. Yes, and it's cold. <laughs> so, it's, uh, so we're good. Yeah. But yes, uh, we do hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. And now that everyone, I hope you have all of your Christmas and all those decorations Wait, did you, I, have, I have to ask, did you kill it on Cyber Monday slash Black Friday? Black Friday, killed it. Yeah. I, Caroline was telling me all about this like strategy that yeah was it so you and your mom who my mom this tradition yes. yeah my, and it really started with her mom and they would go back in the day when places did not open until Black Friday and we were young kids they would I mean they had the full spreadsheet of where they were going what they were getting the prices okay you go in staying in line I'm gonna go get the items and come back so you're not there for a long time. But now it's not as high tech because places open on Thanksgiving. But we, no. my my father decided to join us this year, which Ooh. I think he he will not do again. Regretted instantly. <laughs> 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 Although he did end up getting some of the best deals, and so maybe maybe he'll be enticed to come back. Is it is still as much of a physical thing as it used to be now with so much online shopping? Do people still like run it, over each other? It is because there are things in store that you okay. cannot get online. And so there not a lot though. I my that was my dad's big question when we 
were there an hour before the store opened. He was like, "Why are An we waiting? Why are we waiting here? Can't we just tailgate? Do people tailgate before? Uh, so we should, talked. Right? We talked about that. There was actually a family setting up a concession stand. Yeah, which was so smart. Like while we're spending money, they're making money. Good job, guys. Yeah, how was that? They how has that not pizza? become a thing? Yeah. Like Walmart, just like all right, we've we've permitted it. You can drink in our parking lot. People out there in the parking lot with giant like Nordstrom and yeah. Macy's jerseys on, just I like mean, getting ready for. How wait, have they how, not thought this of this? Is an idea. <laughs> All right, next year. Group the chat, group we're chat. trademarking this. Yeah, the group chat, we now, uh, we have a new venture. This is what we're doing. We're, we're preparing Best for next Buy year. Best Buy hats. Everything yes. should have a tailgate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was fun. We got a lot of great deals. And then we were we were done. We we did so yeah. well on Black Friday. I I didn't get anything on Cyber Monday. No, you didn't take part on Cyber Monday. I did I did some damage on Cyber Monday. Yeah? I, I can't, can't deny it, yeah. But a lot of it. My wife and I spent like getting gifts for people. Yeah, you know, like try to knock that out. That's what. I, well, see, I, I think that's like what everyone does, right? I I no. do the I do I, the bad I, thing. I, I get stuff for myself. myself. Yeah. We used yeah. To, yeah, yeah. We used to go and get like our TVs oh, and okay. the game. You know, I feel like TV is the big Black Friday. There was Monday one thing, right? where I was so tempted because this TV that sells originally for like twenty nine hundred dollars right. was seven hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, they like give them away. I don't. It's weird. It's always a TV. That and like the Instant Pot is always like a huge <laughs> Black Friday deal. I don't that know is, why. That is. Please let us know the best deal you got on Black Friday, Cyber Monday, all of that. I love hearing it. I get so jealous because then you could turn around and resell them. That's what people were doing with those yeah. TVs is mm-hmm. they were buying them up just to resell them because the the, I mean, the margin was that's so not, crazy. That, that's not the integrity of this game. Yeah, Come that's on. not what it's for. It's not what it's about. But I'm proud of you for having an entrepreneurial mind. It's like the Popeye's sandwiches. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're selling those for like 100 bucks. Yeah, it is crazy. But we'll talk about football now. <laughs> now let's Good get... Good transition. Yeah, let's, yeah. That's called a segue, people. So it was a great Thanksgiving, a great lead up to this game. The game itself... Started great. Started great. I thought it was going to be a blowout Panthers victory. I really did. It, 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 felt, it felt good. It just felt... Physically great, those first two drives. Being on the sideline, there was not a swag on that sideline that you're up 14 nothing after two really? series. There mm-hmm. wasn't. There really wasn't. And and I didn't think much of it when it was happening because, like I said, physically everything was happening so well that it was like, well, you don't you don't need that. Everything's clicking. They're just very zoned in and every, everyone's focused on this. But then when things started to slip away – that's when I kind of thought back to, you know, it never really felt like we had and it was a, a it was a lead. slow burn. You it, know, was. it was kind of yeah. like, oh, here's a big long run, but that's the only thing they've yeah. given up, just this one long run. And then all that we held into a field goal. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, and you block a field goal. The field goal for I mean, it's yeah. just kind of like, and yeah. then it just kept slipping away. Well, before we get too much into it, we are going to do one big episode, one big segment here of line of the week. It's been such a success. Good job, Max, coming up with this that we well, just turned we it gotta, into an of course, episode. Credit are the man who introduces it every week. Line of the week. That's a good one. That mm-hmm. that feels appropriate for this. So we're doing um, a couple or a few sound bites from this week, uh, responding to the game. And we're going to start out first with Jarius Wright, who was talking about this slow burn that happened to this team. Man, you know, uh, sometimes uh, it shifts and you don't even know that, that it's shifted. But uh, like you say, it, it slowly it slowly shifted and, you know, they got the field goals. And we even had, a, you know, a field goal block to, you know, keep points off the board. But 
just slowly went bad for us downhill. To, uh, it's true. It's like it's like, it's <laughs> like yeah. we had heard that quote before. It's weird. I just said that. Yeah. Mm. That, that that's what you call stealing his thunder. Whoops. Well, sorry, Jerry's. But it is true. And what I take away from hearing him say that, and I was the one that it was in that interview with him. He was dumbfounded. Isn't the correct word because he they knew what happened. But I think reflecting on it, it was a bit of how did we just let that happen? Yeah. Yeah, especially to go to go fourteen nothing on a Washington team that had two wins coming in. Dwayne Haskins was making just his fourth ever start. That that like that was the recipe to win and win decisively. To put Haskins in a situation down two scores where they've got to have to throw throw the ball and get back into it. But unfortunately, that never happened because Washington was able to just turn around and hand it off and have a ton of success on the ground. And I think that's really where the like the slow burn eventually built into this inferno of disaster with the fact that they just couldn't con- contain the Washington ground game. And that that's amazing to me, even s- saying that, because they had a 14-0 lead. Like, that shouldn't, it shouldn't right. happen in a game when it's 14-0. And I think, like, I point to one, one moment in particular. I believe at this point it was 14-3. Curtis Samuel is wide open down the middle of the field, and the ball is just, like, a fingertip length too far. He catches that. It's a touchdown. The defender had fallen. It's 21-3 at that point. The game, the, the complexion of the game completely changes. Mm-hmm. At, at that point, Washington can't run the football. I mean, they have to be able to try to get some scores quickly. Instead, it was just cl- kind of within reach enough to where Darius Geis and Adrian Peterson could keep shredding the defense. And, and look, we've talked about it on this show all season. And the run defense has just been an issue, and it, it just hasn't changed. And Washington exposed it completely on Sunday to the tune of 248 yards. And just over time... Those rushing yards continued to pile up. The points eventually did for Washington. And on the flip side, Carolina's offense just completely went cold. I think it's the run game and them being able to have the production that they had. It is a little bit – it makes you pause to think that this team was up 14 nothing, and I think that's when a lot of teams would have said, we have to start throwing the ball so that this doesn't get out of hand. Yeah. But it was just two scores, and it was so early in the game – that you're right. I think that pass to Curtis Samuel. I mean, there's other things. If even if they hadn't have gotten the field goal, because yeah. the field goal still made it that lopsided. Where okay, now if we do get two scores, we're up. We're not just tied with them. So I think even that that big run, the 60 yard run that they had on their second drive, I believe. Yeah, that was the first sign of trouble. Yes. I mean, it's 14 nothing, and then they hit that 60 yard run. I think that was the big one. But then after those first two drives, that's when the first down struggle started to happen for this Carolina Panthers team. And I think that is the slow burn that this team is talking about. It's not something – it's not a big play. It's not – you know, I mean, the 60-yard run was a big play, but they didn't score on it. It's not like they – you know, that was it. It did set them up for a field goal, but we stopped them from scoring a touchdown. So that was a – I think when they get off the field with a field goal after that run, you you take that as a win. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's good. They only got three. But when they have these first down struggles, you're not really going to notice it unless you're really paying attention. What Washington was able to then do was in these second long, third and long, they're able to blitz and mm-hmm. get after. I mean, Kyle was sacked six times in this game. Seven. Seven times, but it never felt – to me, it never felt like, oh, boy, here, here goes a big yeah. sack game. You know, it never felt like that, but because of the pressure they could get on him, he started to feel a little flustered. <laughs> 
And I think the biggest difference from those first two drives to that very last play was was a, a confidence in Kyle Allen had slowly been chipped away because yeah, he the, was running. He had to run. He had to start right. getting out of trouble as the game went along. Yeah, pressure affects quarterbacks. And even when there's not pressure there, suddenly they, you know, we, we saw a Jets quarterback earlier this season admit in a live mic that he was seeing ghosts. I mean, like, that's that's a real thing. I mean, when defensive coordinators talking about trying to get after the passer, yeah, you, you want to get sacks. But just being around him and getting him off his spot, disrupting him, has a cumulative effect. And I think that's what we saw from Kyle throughout the course of this game, uh, was a guy who wasn't really necessarily trusting the protection in front of him. And when that happens, things can break down. Yep. And on the last play of the game where he's got an uncovered Jarius Wright, he kind of bails a little quicker than he mm-hmm. should have and got off his read quicker because you're almost anticipating the pressure. And, th- and that's what defenses try to do. I mean, that's, that's a recipe for success. What's also a recipe for success defensively is taking away one of the best running backs in the game. Christian McCaffrey, 14 carries, 44 yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, they bottled him up. And then, to your point, Caroline, when, when on first down, it's either a penalty or a negative play, and now all of a sudden you're in second and long, you've got to throw the ball. And, again, that's taking it out of the hands of Christian. And, unfortunately, for Carolina, you'd think up 14 nothing, it's going to be a big Christian day, and mm-hmm. it was anything but. And you get, you, you got to give a lot of credit for Washington coming in here knowing – even down two scores, that they were going to stick to that game plan. I mean, Bill Callahan came in and essentially they put an extra offensive lineman in almost the entire second half. It was just going to, we're just going to continue to run it on this team and make them stop it, and they, they never could. Well, going back to your comment of even the offense having to trust the protection as far as Kyle having to yeah. trust that protection, we heard that same sentiment on the defensive side of the ball. This is a quote from Mario Addison uh, when asked about what this defense has to do to take that next step in stopping the run. We just got to trust each other. We got to trust every man to do their job. You got to know your job and do your job. Simple. It is. Simple. But, man, it does not seem simple, does it? No, this it's... this quote was telling, I thought. Mario yeah. is always very honest. He's always very genuine as far as how he feels. The simple at the end of this is a frustrated Mario Addison. And he's not really a player that gets frustrated too much, especially in front of the media. But this was one. He, it's simple. Yeah. And it, and it goes back to know your job, do your job, and trust each other. That, just, that, that to me says that's not happening right now. And I think it's very easy when you look at what Washington was able to do. Yeah, there's some, there's some miscommunications. Um, are you doing your job? And that, that comes with the fact that they haven't been able to do it yeah. consistently. Yeah, and I think that it, when it comes to – the ground game, it's a big pride factor as well. And I think that's kind of what you hear from Mario there, is at a certain point, all these guys, these veterans on defense, it's your pride takes a hit when a team essentially says, we're going to run it until you can stop it. Yep. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, Ron has been asked about the scheme, about gap control, and all those sorts of things. But, I mean, you can see it, like, like missed tackles. I mean, you going to get the guy down or not? And I think for this defense, what's been really frustrating is allowing teams to kind of run it down their throats. I mean, that's as a defense, that is a, uh, a humbling feeling that's been felt too many times. And I think one of the other things that Mario points out and says, you know, look, we've got to trust each other. It sort of sounds like he's saying, without saying it, that they haven't been trusting each other. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to play defense at a high level in this league, you have to be doing it as one. You know, it can't be 11 guys kind of, 
if you're not on the same page, you know, you're, you're going to get exposed. And I think that's something that this, this unit has, has struggled with at times is guys either, and I go, we've said it before, trying to do too much, overcompensating. And when that happens, any little kind of, you know, the armor has a little crack in it. It's Adrian Peterson, Darius, guys, these guys are going to make you pay. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and that's what we saw to the tune again of 8.3 yards per attempt. I mean, and they were they were lining up to do it. I mean, they knew what they their intentions do. were clear, yes, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, when when they when they had that play of when Peterson's touchdown in the second half, they brought everybody in. No wide receivers. It's it's what it's you know it's nine people on the line. Yeah. And everyone's in the box, and all it took was sealing off two guys, and there was no one back except mm-hmm. for Bradbury. It, it was it was just like, hey, we're gonna run right up the middle. And we see where we're do- what you're doing, and we figured out a way to, to get through it, and they did. Well, I even think you go of, of them not trusting each other. We've said this a couple of weeks ago about Luke. Luke feels like Luke has to do extra. And I think he's never said that. They've never come out and said this. But the way that he's playing, it makes it feel like he can't just focus on his job because he feels like he needs to also make sure that, okay, well, something that happened in this game is our guy is not where he needs to be, so I need to be there. But then right. that means his – so it's this trickle-down effect. And when it starts with your front seven of what Mario is saying, and he, he's maybe talking about the whole defense. He didn't point out people. He didn't point fingers. It's still this locker room that's staying together. But – there is a little bit of, hey, we've got to start trusting each other. I think that trickles down to then your second and third line. Mm-hmm. When you're going eight yards per carry, that's hitting into your secondary. So that's where we saw, you know, Trey Boston and and Ross Cockrell coming in and having to make these tackles. Yeah. And, and these are corners and safeties that are coming down. And the safeties make more sense, but your corners are not built yeah. to stop the run. Right, but I mean, they're going to help in that. But they're not built to be the ones that are stopping yeah, you eight the, yards the, down the field. The second leading tackler on the team is Eric Reed. I mean, when was the last yeah, time that? The well, and, and, and honestly, in order to try to stop these issues defending the run, they've put him in as a linebacker. Essentially, right. I mean, he's mm-hmm. playing so close to the line of scrimmage now that you know he's, he's more essentially that strong, like yeah. strong inside the box safety. Yeah, and I know. Look, I think. Uh, Offense, the offense's performance plays into this a little bit as well. I mean, we we talk about this being a game where it, the offense even have to complement one, one another. When the offense is struggling, you almost get the sense that the defense feels like they have to do something to make a play to spark things. You know, and I think that's kind of where you can get in trouble sometimes mm-hmm. is instead of just kind of doing Settling. your 111th, yep. now there's like this extra kind of, well, I, I got to do something to make a play here. And that's just kind of human nature, but... The Redskins kind of use that against them. Yeah. You know, the 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 over pursuit and Ron mentioned they tried some run pressures to try to get some things going. That was used against them for a big chunk. So it's just to me it all goes hand in hand and when the offense is unable to string drives together, slowly their lead is chipped away at and now it's suddenly a deficit. I think defensively that sort of changes the mindset as well. And now these guys instead of just focusing on getting the Doing their assignment, getting the guys on the ground. Now it becomes so we've we've got to make a big splash play to sort of get this crowd back into it, to get this team back into it, and that can, as we saw, it can lead to trouble. Yeah, and it is this snowball effect, and that's what we saw in this game in particular. But I think that's the bigger picture of this season: is little by little we've seen some things that they haven't been yeah addressed or fixed or you know whatever it is, and they've snowballed into this bigger problem. And now you're sitting where you are in this season, uh, and the the playoffs. I don't know where they are, um, but they're not anywhere near as far as in reaches of what the Panthers can do to make sure that they get in, other than they need to take care of these, yeah. this last 
quarter of the season to even think about it, but they're going to have to get some big help there. Well, you heard from Jarius. We've heard from Mario. Now let's hear from the man who ultimately gave them their jobs and the, the rest of the team gives them their jobs. This is Marty Herney postgame. We have to learn how to win games. And um, we're young at some spots, but we've made way too many mistakes today to win this game. I think that um, when you're in the position we are, you get up 14 nothing, and then one thing goes wrong and the other thing goes wrong, I think it, it really is a matter of confidence at times as far as in, in confidence comes from execution. Yeah. So pretty much. It's like we'd heard that one as well. It's this snowball effect. And he was saying that little by little, these things add up. But I love the last little bit of that. Confidence comes from execution. Yeah. And that's what this team is lacking. Yeah, I look at, like, especially when he's talking about the mistakes, too, I look at two moments. One, in the, late in the second quarter, Washington does a great job pinning Carolina down at their own two-yard line, right? And that's exactly what you want from a field position standpoint. Now you can kind of got a team backed up. And Carolina... In that situation, it's just trying, you're trying not to make a mistake. Mm-hmm. And Kyle throws the interception at DJ Moore, sets up a score quickly for Washington. A similar situation happens in the second half. Washington down at their own one yard line, and they bust a 21 yard run on the first play, give themselves breathing room. And to me, it's like that's it's two great examples of the mistakes Carolina made and the mistakes that Washington, they couldn't force them into. Mm-hmm. Dwayne Hassens was given the ball away. <laughs> With more frequency than anybody else in the league right now, he was getting sacked more frequently than any quarterback in the league. I mean, this was a guy that you could force into mistakes; they couldn't. They couldn't force him into one. Unfortunately, Carolina's quarterback made a big one. I mean, that interception there, kind of a big turning point in the game, and that's it's a moment where I think when Marty's talking about learning how to win, at, at that with that field position at that point in the game, you've got to avoid that. You just have to. And DJ kind of gets thrown off his route. Whatever the case may be. The ball ends up in the hands of a Washington defender, and you give a short field for for an offense that had really been struggling at that point. But it was all Washington needed to really get themselves going, and I think that's a perfect example of just the mistakes made by one team and the mistakes that Washington didn't make on the other side. And that's why a guy who's making his fourth career start, who completes just about 50% of his passes and throws for 147 yards, walks out of here as the winning quarterback. Because it does. It all starts with the run. Like It's incredible how... When when you when you have to, when you have to run the ball because you're trying to protect your quarterback and then you can do it, it it's incredible what happens. Yeah. In in stopping the run and running it, you know, establishing the run so that Kyle doesn't have to throw on first down on second down every time. He doesn't have the pressure of a third and twelve. It, you know, it and Haskins didn't have to. I mean, you talk about like he didn't make any. He didn't have yep. to throw the ball at all. He only they only had 118 net passing yards. Right, right. I mean, they didn't throw it at all. They didn't have to. Mm-hmm. It's easy to make mistakes, but you don't have to do something. Yeah, I think that that to the last play, that last series that we've seen four times this season, the execution or lack thereof execution is a big, big deal. And yeah. yes, we could say it's a big deal because they don't win, but I think this team is sitting on the fence in a lot of categories. And with a young team, and yes, they have veteran leaders, and then this this young youth. Conversation is not an excuse of why things aren't happening. It's the reality of where they are. And when you're young, you just haven't experienced a lot of things. You haven't done things. You can't go into a place and say, I've done this before in the NFL. You may have done it in college, but that's very different. They're sitting on the fence, and this goal line, red zone, end of game, can win 
the game and not getting it done is such a fence problem. Such a fit. It's like this like, force it, field that it, they it just is. can't they're just seem sitting, to. They're sitting yeah. on the fence and they're looking. They can touch yeah. a victory, but they're not able to do it. And I thought that last play of the game, that was a very uncomfortable, just not a very confident team. That well, they didn't have con- – because they haven't done it. They yeah. knew what was there. They knew what was at stake. They knew that this was the tipping point. Three times this season this has happened. Absolutely they've talked about it in meetings. Absolutely they've you know felt like, all right, we have this fix. And when it was that last play, there was no juice on the sideline. This is after a touchdown, onside kick, and now you've marched your way yeah. down there to be able to, to be within arm's reach. You wonder – I mean, I, I kind of I admit I thought of myself when DJ got stopped at the one. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. You know, if he just gets in, right? Mm-hmm. But now you're in the situation where here we are. Here we go again. Right. And okay. Then, it's it's first and goal at the one, and then they try to hurry it up, mm-hmm. and Christian gets stopped for a loss. And then as soon as that happened, it was kind of like, Ooh. all right, well, we now we get we into are. the second down. And I think and that's now that where comes third. They're, is, they're playing tight. They know that a lot is on the line here, and that is where this team and the youth. Yeah shows. And it should be pointed out that, that they're down by eight. So not only do they have to score a touchdown there, but then they have to get a two-point yes. conversion. And with this team's issues down there in that area, there's no guarantee that they make exactly. the two-point conversion. This, right. and so I think that's that's something that needs to be pointed out. But still, of course, your, your point stands that for whatever reason, down in those big moments where the field is super tight down in that goal line area, they just haven't been able to execute. And, that's about, and, and it's been missed blocks. It's been open receivers that haven't been located. It's been routes that have not maybe been run at the proper depth or finding the, the holes. It's Everybody plays a part in this. Of course, the quarterback is going to bear the brunt of it in a moment like that where he retreats and Jarius is standing there wide open. But for whatever reason you want to say, you just got to find a way to punch it in. Yep. You have to. And I think even looking at those, those few plays, what happened on first down, second down, right. third down? Right. I mean, you've got four cracks at this thing. Um, and again, on all all of those snaps, the execution wasn't there, and and I, I think that's that's why as soon as as when DJ makes that catch, it was like, oh man, just get in here, mm-hmm. so we can just avoid this altogether, and then give it a give it a shot at the two point try. You give Washington credit for getting them down when they did. That's that's why they say you, you gotta if you're a defender, getting somebody down at the one yard line, live to see another down. Mm-hmm. And for Washington, they lived to see four more, and they got off the field with a win. And this past month, we've seen them try everything. I mean, yeah. it's not like it's the same. I mean, they've they've tried sweet plays. They've tried mm-hmm. Alex Arma jumping over the pile. They've tried. I like what they tried to do with hurrying it up quick. Right. They were like, let's try to catch him off guard and just right. get Christian in here. And of course, that didn't go. Right. They, they've plan. they've tried Christian Christian up the middle. They've yep. tried you know pick plays to get. I mean, and they just you know whether it's a lineman missing a block, whether it's Christian going through the wrong hole, whether it's Kyle not throwing the ball where he needs to. I mean, it, it it's yep. everything. I think there's so many uncharacteristic things happening for this team that it, it comes down to confidence. It's it's the uh, can we do it? Not a we can do this. I mean, Christian McCaffrey dropping a ball is so uncharacteristic that he's thinking about more than just trying to catch that ball. Yeah. He's already thinking, I have to get this ball and run upfield and get all you know. And yeah. in that moment, I have to do that because I don't know if we can in other places. Like right. that's how everyone. And it's not that he is you know maybe thinking that if that is going through his mind, it's not because it's you know. He's bashing his teammates that they can't do it. There's nothing like that. It's just I have to do this for my team, and I think that's the mindset that everyone has right now. And when you're playing with that monkey on your back of I have to do this or we will not do it, I think that's the trust that Mario's talking about. I have to do this because no one else will. 
or we yeah. can't do it. And and that's the monkey on the back that I think this team has. And and unfortunately, it's getting down to the end of the season where they're running out of time to figure it out. And and now, I mean, we we heard this week that it's you know that's when do you start throwing the youth in there even more yet? You know, when do you when do you start putting even more guys that are young out there to get them experience so that you're not in this same boat come the start of next season. That's where the Panthers are. You hate that you're there in December because there is still a lot of football left to be played, but that's the reality of this team. I think Marty kind of put it best. If it, the confidence comes from execution, and we're just not seeing that execution for this team, which hurts. It just hurts, guys. Yeah, to be... To we be, almost came on here and did another group <laughs> therapy session. I know. <laughs> but. Yeah. No, to be 4-2 and two and and then to be here, yeah. I mean, and this is for a team that's kind of gone through this now for, for yeah. two years, where yeah. it, off to a good start and just sort of see it kind of deteriorate. Um, it's there's it's what what more could be said? There's really not more to say. And as I think Marty put put it best, this team's got to learn how to win. Yep. Um, and there's no excuse for youth at this point anymore. That's what Ron mentioned to the media Monday. Is like at this point the process is over. We're we're in this the final phase of the season. There really aren't rookies anymore. Everybody's been here long enough. It's about producing. This is a performance based business. Uh, and when you're in a fight for playoff positioning like this team was in, you, you, look. You got to be a two-win Washington team at home. You have to, and when you don't get it done, obviously there's going to be a lot of questions asked, and rightfully so. Well, sometimes as a family, we just don't have to have all great, wonderful conversations. Sometimes you just need to know what's going on and hit the reality. This is yeah. where we are. Look at it. Will's giving me a like a <laughs> look, like what is going on? No, I mean, <laughs> Over there. Yeah. No, I mean, you, you, when you sometimes there's just not much left to say, and I, I think yeah. I think there's there's a lot of that kind of around. You know, there's just there's not much left to say. I mean, we're, we're we all we've all seen it. We've all looked at it. We've it's, felt it's a it. lot of it's a lot of recurring issues. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like it's not like it's new stuff every week, right? I mean, yeah. we've been talking about some, yeah. a lot of this for a few weeks now. But if we look at what they have ahead, four games left, still two division games. I'm, I mean, we got the Carolina Can Revenge game coming up. Carolina oh, Can no. Revenge game. Is that what it is? Revenge? Am I looking for revenge? That's just like what the if media they has called it yeah. all the time. Yeah. So, what well, what would you prefer to be called? I don't know. I'll, I'll come up with something. We'll think something it's not a revenge thing. game. It would it would definitely be revenge if they like cut me and I you know got picked up. They I think that's why like, it's funny though. Right. I think that's why it's funny. It's like like when I said like it was like the Greg Van Voten revenge game against the Packers. It was like no one's talking about the fact that Greg's <laughs> playing the Packers. All right, like, we'll that's just what, deem like, it. This is yeah. The revenge game is coming up December twenty second. <laughs> we're gonna look. We're going week by week here, guys. But we don't actually. We don't have to do that. The team no. can do that. The no. team will look week by week. We don't have to do that. December twenty second. Mark it. The big game. It's been circled on our calendar all year. It's a big game. It really has been. Because I knew that I was taking this job before the schedules came out. And so I am working for the Colts at the time, and we're getting ready for the big schedule release. You know, how that is in our world. Yeah. The biggest moment of the year for content creators. And I didn't really know the schedule for the Colts. I knew the schedule for the Panthers because when when that one dropped, I was like, "Oh, I'm like looking at it." And um, and then you know, I thankfully we didn't do one where I had to go up and talk about the schedule about the Colts. We did it differently than we had in years past, so I didn't really look at the Colts schedule, but I did look at the Panthers. So yeah, you're right. This one has been circled since Mm -hmm. April. That's right. This is what I'm looking forward to. We still have a couple of weeks. Atlanta first. I'm, first Atlanta. I have a lot of family Man, in Atlanta. Man, wouldn't it be great to knock off the Falcons? 
Right. That's Lost a, that's seven what of I'm eight saying. to this team. If you're not going to make the playoffs, ruin the playoffs for other teams. I'm that person. Play. Well, I mean, not that, it, the not that Atlanta. Falcons, not that Atlanta's in that, but you have some. I mean, with the Saints, the Colts are. Seahawks. The, the, the Colts mess up are the not. Seahawks yeah. right now. The Colts are kind of field. in a similar position as far as playoffs are concerned as the Panthers. But the Seahawks, I mean, you've got some games mm-hmm. coming up where just go ruin you, it. You can ruin New Orleans' home field advantage ruin in Week 17. Ruin it. Why not? Be that team. Yep. That's, and that's an attitude thing. Just get that attitude yeah. of saying, like, we have not, like, I think that's what Washington had. Yes. They're, they're oh, not totally. playing Completely. for anything. That's Everyone why, hates them. They can come in and just yeah. play. That's why you I mean, like you saw Miami beat Philly. Uh, I think you, you see that this time of year because there are a lot of teams like that who have, you're either, either playing for an interim coach mm-hmm. or the pressure is off. Now, you know, you're not playing for anything other than really pride at this point. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a freedom that comes with that ability to play loose. And yeah, I think you see some results. Come, come from that. I had a coach say a couple of years ago in an interview that when you have internal expectations, that's what you should pay attention to. But when you have outside expectations, that's when you know you're doing something either very right, right. or very wrong. If you're yeah. a middle-of-the-road team, people have no expectation for you, just whatever. Yeah. But if you have a low expectation or a very high expectation from the outside, it means you're doing something. Right. And, and so I've always thought about that when you get to this time of the year, or even... I went to the Clemson Carolina game. I'm a Carolina fan. My expectations were set. I was not sad leaving Columbia yeah. just because they got beat by the Tigers. That was my expectation. I'm I'm a I I get it. Yeah. And I appreciate all of you out there that did not rub it in my face. I think you got <laughs> the, the the message that I didn't really care. But I think that's what we're getting to in this part of the season, not just for the Carolina Panthers, for a lot of teams. Set your expectations. And they're going to set their expectations. Their expectation is always play at the best. You know, all, all the cliches that we hear, that's actually real. But the outside expectation, I think that's when this time of the year, and that's what Washington was doing. They know the outside expectation is that they're not really going to do it. The Dolphins know it. And they go beat the Eagles. And I think all of these things, these, yeah. these on-the-fence teams are where you don't really know going into the game. And I think that's a Carolina Panthers they're right dangerous. now. But they're I think that makes those, team, it yeah. makes those teams dangerous. Because Absolutely. they're just, I mean, and you might see some trick plays. You, yep. I mean, there, there's, why not? Uh, and, I don't know, Callahan came in some Baltimore too. They hadn't won here since 98. He was getting <laughs> the guys all riled up about yeah. that. It was like, look, that, that team came in here on a mission. And if, if you don't play well, I don't care what the record of the team is, in, in this league, you're, you're going to get beat. And, unfortunately for the Panthers, that's, that, that's what happened Sunday. Well, that was a lot to digest. There's my last Thanksgiving joke. That mm. was a lot to digest. <laughs> but I still want to know what your best Black Friday or Cyber Monday deal was out there. So will you please let us know on social media? And uh, we'll see you in Atlanta. Looking at you, Mayor, Mayor Flavortown. Looking at you. Yeah. Mayor Flavortown. <laughs> yep. The Mayor of Flavortown and the groupies. He's just, he's the mayor. But yes. Please send those to us. We're heading to Atlanta. First time going. This is my first time in the new stadium. Really? Yeah. Oh. My first time. So I'm kind of excited about it. Mercedes-Benz will throw their name on a stadium. That's for sure. So, and, <laughs> and specifically in the NFC South. So I'm excited to see my second uh, Mercedes-Benz dome. Yep. We'll see if you can year. come away 1-0. And this one, I'm trying to go 1-1 one one at the Mercedes-Benz because we, you know. I mean, oh. You know, New we'll Orleans. be 1-1. One one. Yeah. 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 I just so, call that one the Superdome. Right. I always try and pay the bills. So on the radio, I was like, welcome back to Mercedes-Benz Superdome. And, <laughs> although I kept saying New Orleans. 
instead mm. of New Orleans. Yeah. I kept saying New Orleans, and I can't oh. believe. Yeah, why? <laughs> I'd be like, welcome back to the Mercedes-Benz Superbone in New Orleans. What? New Orleans? I get it. For those that were wanting to. We got a guy wearing an LSU Yeah, no, Matt might have here. something to say about that. Matt tell us how to say it. Go Tigers. Go? No, I can't even say it. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. We will see you guys next week. Okay. The Jim Carrey Grinch is just phenomenal. Yeah. But I didn't like it before. That's your number one? Yeah. What actually got me turned on to really watching the Grinch is all the Grinch imitator and just that fight. Mm. Oh, it's so funny. But that's why the Jim Carrey one is the best because everyone out, like, everyone that imitates is imitating Jim Carrey Grinch, not the other Grinch. 4 o'clock, wallow and shelf me. 4.30, stare into the abyss. 5 o'clock, shove world hunger, tell no one. 5.30, jazzercise. 6.30, dinner with myself. I can't cancel that again. 7 o'clock, wrestle with myself. Loathing. And both. Of course, I could bump the loathing to 9 and I could be done in time to lay in bed, stare at the ceiling and slowly slip into badness. But what did I wear? That was that was that really was impressive. Good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank the, the, you thank you need you, the video you. on that one too. I mean, the facial expressions are. I uh, need. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer, like this one, or home to vibes like this, and this. It might surprise you that we're top ten for immersive art. That's like whoa, and. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.